Grandstand. This is The Two Halves on ABC Grandstand Digital. Hello and welcome to The Two Halves. I'm Natalie Yanides on Grandstand Digital. It's been another big week in the NRL. Everyone's recovered from the disappointment of Origin, or if you're a Queensland fan, that overwhelming joy of eight straight wins. Anyway, with that all done and dusted, attention returned to the regular season. Today we're going to take a look back at the five games from round 19 of the competition. There'll be highlights, analysis, interviews, you name it, we've got it on The Two Halves. So we start by casting our minds back to Friday. For some of us, that's a little bit difficult. But I can imagine that for a lot of Warriors fans, wouldn't have too much trouble doing that. Their team travelled to Leichhardt Oval, where they took on the West's Tigers. Let's have a listen to all the highlights. Here goes Benji Marshall. He flicked past the way it goes. Onto the big lock forward, Suasu Su. He's tackled 15 metres out. They go the short side to Marshall. Long cutout ball to Aishford. Aishford gets it over to the winger. And the winger racing over to score the try is Nufaluma. And they're in the Tigers leading 4-0. It's all the Tigers here in the opening moments. 12 minutes gone. And it's 4-0 in favour of the Tigers. They're on the attack again. It comes back to the left. It goes quickly through the hands. It goes to Blair. He does a 360. Then he does another pirouette. Put him in the ballet with uh, runs like that. Way it goes to Sirenin. Lovely cutout ball to Lawrence. And Lawrence with the big and scores the Tigers' second. 19 in from touch. Friend comes back the open side. Fed to Lulawai. He plays the front man. And away it goes to Johnson. Johnson gets the ball away. And they racing down through from Matangi. Matangi back to Johnson. Shut the gate. And Johnson started that. And this big man, Matangi, went bounding into space. And when he hit fresh air, he said, watch this. But when he hit the fresh air, he showed some skills because he drew the fullback and put the half in for a very good try under the stick to the Tigers. And here's Simona bringing the ball back, and Simona's gone straight past them. He's still going, Simona. Simona downfield. He kicks ahead as the ball got too much pace. No, Simona might have too much pace. Simona gets there. Simona scores an unbelievable individual try on half time at 12 8. Oh, that's freaky stuff. We know he's good, but that was quite brilliant. The evasion of the defence, and then when he ran out of room on the left flank, he kicked ahead. It looked as if it may have too much, and then put on the afterburners, won the race, and even then I think he might have had to do a little grubber kick again in the in goal area, and won the race and scores an unbelievable try. Anyway, here goes Lulawai, a kick up the side of his boot, a banana type kick, and the ball's loose on the ground, picked up by Mattery, oh. Mattery gets it to Hurrell, and Hurrell will score an unbelievable try. Oh, fair dinkum. He gets up on the scrum line, western side of the field, last play kick across field from Farah it's not a great kick it's knocked down it's knocked down and picked up here by the Warriors and racing away now is Liz Johnson shut the gate Johnson over the halfway he's over the 40 he's being chased they won't catch him this will be another try to the Warriors as the ball went along the ground and little Sean Johnson who is really quick picked up the loose ball and ran 85 metres to put the Warriors in front oh, oh lovely football in the centre of the field Johnson gets it away to repair back it goes to Johnson Johnson kicks ahead Mannering Mannering no. and Lawrence Mannering no. the ball Mannering scores oh what a ball what a wonderful try how could Mannering out Chris Lawrence for the line well I just saw it but Sean Johnson again he put Rapira into the hole. He got the ball back from Rapira. Then when he ran out of options, well, he didn't run out of options. The grubber kick for his captain was an absolute humdinger. His captain does the rest. David Morrow, Matt Head and Shannon Byrne with the call. The Warriors mounted a spirited comeback in that match to record a 24-14 point win in what was Benji Marshall's last game at Leichhardt Oval. 
On Saturday evening, it was the Raiders and Parramatta from Canberra Stadium. And while Parramatta's deplorable season has continued, they were soundly defeated by the Raiders 14-0. With a wrap of that match, here's Tim Gable and Alan Tung. Well, in cold conditions in front of 7,023 fans here at Canberra Stadium tonight, the Raiders have defeated Parramatta 14-0. The Raiders scored two tries in the first half with Croker and Saluma crossing. It was 12-0 at halftime and the only points scored in the second half, a penalty goal late in the second half from Jared Croker, 14-0. Raiders over Parramatta. Well, Parramatta had two disallowed tries. The Raiders also had a disallowed try. It was very wet, slippery and cool and cold here at Canberra Stadium tonight. And that proved to be quite telling in the end. A lot of drop ball. Alongside me is the former Raiders skipper, Alan Tung. Yeah, it was terrible conditions, Tim. But the Raiders, they got their 12th win in a row at Canberra Stadium. An all-important one. They came into the, uh, the this weekend's round on 20 points. And there's a number of teams stuck there at the moment. They're keeping this race for the top eight. They needed to win here. Well, Parramatta, they were better against the Panthers last week. Uh, a much improved attitude. And tonight they came here with that. They really turned up. They played hard for each other, but they just lacked some class at the back end of the plays. They really missed Jared Haynes' involvement and skill um, throughout this side. The forwards, they ripped in Moy Moy and Mena. They really tried to get their team forward, but they just couldn't break this Raiders' defensive line, which we must give plenty of credit to. Uh, in the second half, there was no point scored right until the back end when it was a goal to Jared Croker for Sean Fenton being held back. So there was no try scored in the second half. That's how much of an arm wrestle it became. A little bit sloppy at times, but the Raiders, well, they just they just keep hanging in there and uh, they come away with the win. Three points I gave to Terry Campisi. I thought his kicking game in particular in the first half um, and also in the second half, he got some repeat sets, but really got him in some great field position and his passes too, a couple um, neat passes that led to tries there in the first half. Two points to David Chillington. Uh, he got dropped from the State of Origin side after game one, but he's came back and he's really led this side well. He had a huge game this afternoon. Uh, 176 metres he carried with the football, so that was important. One point to Jared Croker, who came up with a really important play in the 67th minute. He came up with a try-saving tackle on Ryan Morgan. It was a chip and chase through from Kelly. Mullaney got it. Morgan ran towards a corner there that really could have got the Eels back in the game. A try-saving play from Jared Croker, a big one, he got one point. So full time here at Canberra Stadium, the Raiders 14 defeating Parramatta nil in the under 20s, the Raiders 46, Parramatta 6 and in the New South Wales Cup the Mounties 28, Newcastle 16 and the crowd here tonight 7,023. Grandstands Tim Gable and Alan Tung there dissecting the Raiders' 14-0 win over the struggling Eels. Jerry Campisi, he's the captain of Canberra. He spoke to our very own David Packwood after the match. Terry, uh, the, the 12th win at home, that uh, the fortress continues. Yeah, it does. I think uh, tonight was our first win in the wet this year. You know, we've been struggling. And our first half was uh, you know, pretty good and uh, we were excited about it. And We knew it was going to be a tough challenge tonight and I thought the, the boys hung in there. Our defence is... Uh, was probably the thing to take out of tonight. In conditions like this, it was always going to be a grind, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, ball handling. We gave a, a few uh, errors away in that first half, but we, you know, we seemed to defend. We had a few sets on our line, and we, you know, come out of that, and we got down over end and uh, got a couple of repeat sets, and then uh, scored the tries, which, you know, uh, ended up winning us the game. Forward pack really laid the platform here tonight. Chillington back to his best, and and Joel Edwards, what a great pickup he's been. Yeah, Joel, he made. He's a, he's a great defender, and he's been, you know. Uh, roughing a few of the boys up, and like you said, Shiloh, Tulsi, Whitey, they led from the front. Big Vaughan coming off the bench was, you know, uh, Barrow's coming on, injecting some enthusiasm, which is great, and, you know, it's just a great team effort. What areas do you need to improve going forward? <laughs> oh, mate, I think it's just our completions, giving away silly penalties, and, um, 
you know, we just got to be more clinical, you know, when we get down in good ball. You've played here a lot of, lot of years. How cold was it here tonight? Oh, she was cold, and especially when our uh, strength and conditioning coach got us out there and without running around, we uh, laid straight on the ground. She was, yeah, she was cold, all right. Well played tonight. Cheers, thank you. That was Raiders skipper Terry Campisi speaking with David Packwood. ABC Grandstand. This is The Two Halves on ABC Grandstand Digital. Well, the Saturday night game between the Roosters and the Sharks was also a fairly one-sided affair. What on paper should have been a clash between two sides hoping to make a mark on the final series turned into an absolute demolition by Sydney. Let's have a listen to how the match played out. Here they go, the Roosters on the attack as the ball comes away and it goes away through the hands. Oh, look at that, it's how easy is that. Boy, Cordner just strolls through the biggest gap, wider than the Sydney heads to score, although the referee, Matt Checken, wants to check on a Possible obstruction. O'Donnell sure can't get there. He's tackled very close to the goalpost. He'll play the ball to Friend. They go this way. Friend throws the dummy. Oh, how easy. Test, test, Away it goes to Nuasala. Away it comes back to Friend on the wraparound. Friend keeps it alive. Brilliant half volley. Comes to Cordner. Cordner to Jennings. Jennings for the line. Back on the inside. Tupo. That is a brilliant team try. 16-0. It'll shortly be 18-0. Ball comes out now to Kenny Dow. Kenny Dow for the line. Reaches out. And it's 22 zip with a kick to come. And Pierce throws. Oh, way to Cordner. Who strolls through another gap as big as Sydney heads and scores. Oh, lovely pass, but gee, that's a great run, though, from Cordner to complement the pass. <laughs> it's going to be 28-0 now. <laughs> He's put down about five metres out in the goal line. He's wrestling around here with Degoyce. He's finally released. He plays it to Mortimer. Mortimer plays the front man. Muller, Muller reaches out and scores! As yeah. long as he's got the ball down, OK, this is a try. Mortimer had backed him up, but they just couldn't get into a position to get a pass away. Bad pass out the back door. It's picked up now by Orbison. Orbison's away. Orbison will score. Oh. Orbison, a beautiful little dink, and he chipped himself or got himself around Gordon with ease to score the second try of the half. Lou gets up, plays it to Friend. Friend gets it away to Pierce. Pierce gets it away. Quick hands. The ball goes in the centre of the park. It goes away to Frank Paul. Frank Paul throws it out the back door. On it goes in. Oh, Kenny Dell was on his way. And the referee's ruled a forward pass in there somewhere. And call it off. That's the end. So it's all over. The oh. Roosters win 40 points to nil. So the Roosters far too strong for the Sharks on this occasion. They recorded a 42-0 victory. Interestingly enough, that's the fifth time this season the Roosters have managed to keep their opposition scoreless. They're now surging towards the finals. David Morrow, Matt Head and Warren Ryan were the commentators in that match. On Sunday, Penrith Stadium was the destination and the Panthers and Knights were the stars of the show. In the end, Newcastle were too strong, taking the match 32-14. Though the game was not without some controversy, a very contentious try was awarded to Dean Ware. Anyhow, enough of the negatives because it was another fantastic win by the Knights. Their coach, Wayne Bennett, he caught up with Grandstand's Craig Hamilton. Wayne, how impressed were you with that performance today? Oh, yeah, I was, um, I was pleased with it. Um... It was a tough game. They, they, you can see why they won so many games. Um, they just stay at it, and they did stay at it. We got away in the end there a little bit, but uh, first half was pretty tough. There wasn't much between the two teams, and I was just pleased the way that we'd come off the boy and uh, we were a bit, little bit rusty, but not too much. And then we got better in the second half, and things come together better. 
You've talked about consistency ever since you've arrived uh, in Newcastle and that's been a, a real bugbear and a, and a frustration for you. Have you seen consistency in the past five or six weeks in this team? Oh yeah, I have. We've got, you know, we've certainly getting better, but we're not there yet. The minute we start thinking we are, we'll lapse back into our old ways. I've got no doubt it's not a part of who they are yet, but it will hopefully will become a part of who they are. What about the attack today and some of the tries that Newcastle scored? You know, through my eyes anyway, pretty good to watch. Yeah, they were. No, I was really pleased with that. Um, uh, the Coos' first try was an outstanding try, you know. A couple in the second half were very good. We made some good line breaks. So we played some football, which I was pleased about as well. Now, your halves in uh, Jared Mullen and, and Tyrone Roberts, the combination is good. Is that, do you think, uh, largely due to the fact that they've now got some space? You've, you've got that best forward pack you can probably put on the, the field out there regularly? Yeah, well, they're certainly the cornerstone of, of their success. I mean, when they don't play well, invariably it's because our forwards haven't done the job. So, you know, our forwards were good again today. There's a good experienced forward pack there um, with a couple of young blokes. And um, not too many young blokes, actually. Uh, but they were, um, yeah, they're laying the platform for us. They kept us in the contest when it was tough there today. Um, you know, given, didn't give Penrith many opportunities. And then, um, you know, they started to make breaks in the second half and the boys were getting on the back of that. There's a couple of decisions today that went to the video ref. Two Penrith tries, which, uh, you know, it'd be fair to say is a bit of controversy over. Dean Farray in the first half, Clint Newton in the second half. Should they have been awarded? Oh, I don't think they should have been. Um, you know, it does. It's not such a big issue now that, you know, we won the game in the sense that, you know, we, they didn't impact on the game. Um, but they could have. Yeah, of course they could have, and they did earlier. I mean, up 4-0 or 6-0 as a result of that first one. I just... Um, I'm not sure what they look at sometimes. I really don't. It's, um, it was just a bit disappointing. I think I don't think anybody kind of was any doubt that first one wasn't a try. And the second one, I've got no doubt in my mind that he missed the ball uh, with his foot when he went to kick it, regardless of anything else that happened after that. Mm. And they, they had the benefit of hindsight, uh, replays, all that type of stuff. Um, so I thought today the benefit of the doubt was back in existence, you know, because that's what they were doing, going with the benefit of the doubt. Because in both cases, in my mind, it was pretty clear to me that they weren't tries. You know, and that's, that's the, the new definition of the rule, interpretation of it. Now, Wayne Darius Boyd, uh, mixed in the, uh, since he's been in Newcastle, very good today. Ha have Knights fans seen the best of Darius Boyd in a Newcastle jumper yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think um, today he was good. Look, Darius is at his best when we when we stick to what we got to do out there, and he knows everyone's doing their jobs. Mm -hmm. You know that allows him. Then he gets he gets frustrated when he when he sees you know it's all falling away, and we're not sticking to what we know works for us. And he can't he can't hide that frustration, and and then he goes into himself, and as a result of that, he doesn't play anywhere near what he should. And He's come out of, you know, a lot of successful football teams. Been two clubs, two premierships. Origin, he's one of, been about part of about six winning series there. Australian teams, which they've won everything he's been there. You know, so it was, it's been a real learning curve for him being back here with the Knights because we've had to, you know, kind of rebuild this team and get us where we want to go. So um, I'm older and more experienced, but for him it's been a, it's been a battle, and that's been his battle. Just a final one on the injuries now. Uh, Joey Lalua and also Robbie Rocco. Well, Robbie Rocco got a couple of knocks. Uh, Joey Lalua late in the game got a knock. How are they? Yeah, um, Robbie's fine. Um, Joey's um, 
um, in a bit of bit of trouble at the moment. Um, he was okay when I left the change rooms to go out, but he, he might have to go to the hospital and just get checked out. Okay, we'll uh, leave it there. Congratulations on the win. Okay, thanks. Newcastle coach Wayne Bennett best. Someone who wasn't as happy about the result was Panthers coach Ivan Cleary. He caught up with grandstands Craig Hamilton. Ivan, disappointing or uh, do you think you're outplayed, outgunned a bit? Yeah, a bit outgunned for sure. Um, I just saw there was the second half, there was a lot of little, uh, you know, 50-50 calls, contests that, that we didn't really win. A um, couple of them I thought were, you know, unlucky. But in the end, you know, we had a few balls stolen off us and um, as a try, you know, Gower's try, uh, you know, that type, of, like, that type of stuff. They, they probably just hustled a little bit better than us and, and then controlled the ball when they, when they got in front. So, um, yeah, they definitely deserved the win. Tim Grant, outstanding up front. Uh, Mossy Masoy was pretty strong as well. But do you think overall that the Knights pack got on top of your forwards? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I thought their backs were very good. Um, you know, they, they make a lot of you know yards for them, and they were dangerous when they got the ball. Um, you know, Darius Boyd was, you know, basically put that try on, uh, scored the try himself, but you know made the break, you know, just before half time. And thought Uate was a handful today as well. So they got they got good strike power right across the right across the team. And um, in the end, they just uh, a bit more professional than us today. The form of the Panthers, though, has been very good. You'd, you'd have to be pleased with your consistency over the last, you know, seven, eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought a little bit, little bit of a lesson today where we, you know, where we sort of need to get to. So, um, you know, that, that won't hurt if we're smart enough to, to learn it. So I guess we'll see how we um, go next week. Another tough game down there at Shark Park. I'm sure they'll be hurting after last night. So um, look forward to that challenge. Now, Wayne Bennett touched on the, the two tries your side scored today. Uh, Dean Farray's try, Clint Newton's try, both referred to the video ref. Both came up as tries. Is that the way you saw them? Right decision? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if the, if, the, if the referee calls a try, then it's got to be conclusive evidence to, to turn it, overturn it. I think that was that's that's fair enough. Um, so, I mean, you know, in the end, it didn't really make much difference to the result, did it? Yeah. Um, Today, your best, uh, who, do you, who do you think uh, stood out for Penrith? Oh, I don't know. I don't really want to single out individuals, really. I thought, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, not, particular. not today. Bad luck. Uh, appreciate your thoughts, as always, on Grand Sam. Thanks, Craig. No worries, man. Ivan Cleary, coach of the Penrith Panthers there with Craig Hamilton. The score again for that match, 32-14 in favour of the Knights. The final game for the weekend saw Manly play host to the Gold Coast at Brookvale. And, well, there weren't too many surprises from that match. The Sea Eagles ran out 38-20 to point winners in the process, tightening their grip on that very, very important fourth place on the ladder. As for the Titans, well, that result means they've lost four of their last five matches. Manly coach Jeff Tuvey caught up with Shannon Byrne after the match. Well, Jeff, congratulations uh, on that win. Uh, how, how did you see your, your side's performance today? Oh, it wasn't fantastic, but look, they played some greats attacking football. I need to work a bit harder on defence, obviously, but um, look, it was, a, it was a good win and a, a, a win we needed. And, I, and just to guess on that defence, was it probably uh, you're most uh, unhappy with them just letting that try in and that last couple of minutes of the, the first half and it probably gave them a bit more uh, confidence in that last 40 minutes of the opposition? Yeah, possibly. Um, you know, they scored that try just before half-time, as you mentioned. Um, 
from us probably being a bit extravagant, a bit, bit adventurous with our attack. Um, but still have to defend that. Um, you know, they, they threw a bit of um, a bit of play at us um, in the second half. But um, look, four tries um, against us. Uh, we need to work harder. Well, you got four tries in 30 minutes in that first half. It was pretty impressive attacking. Uh, one man that had a hand in all of it and even got a try next to his name, Brett Stewart. Uh, how, how do you rate his game today when uh, he does some pretty, pretty special stuff uh, all the time? Yeah, look, he's, he's playing some good football, some consistent football. Um, I think um, you know, if any team's going to be successful uh, in, the, in winning the Premiership, they need someone with some strike at, the, at fullback. And I think you know, the top four teams particularly have that. And the try next to one to five for all of your boys, so it just proves again that your left and right uh, are performing. Is there a bit of competitiveness between those two in terms of that which side wants to get more tries or get more of the ball? Look, I think it's it's good that there is a threat on both sides. Uh, makes it uh, keeps the uh, opposition guessing, obviously in uh, in defence. Um, but look, if, if that's pretty even, I'm happy. Uh, just in terms of some injuries, how's uh, Matai? I saw him come off with a, it looked like a, a knock to the left side. Yeah, I think he's got a bit of a bump to the hip or, or back. He wanted to go back on, but we thought um, with the situation it was, the scoreline would leave him off, so he's fine. And what mode coming off of that? Just a, a bit of a rest for a, a great day today, but also some state of origin duties? Yeah, he's a bit, it was a bit tight out there. I thought he put a fantastic effort in uh, today for us, and um, he needed a rest. And just finally, we spoke about Nick Skinner before the game. Uh, what a special moment we'll all remember when he, where he was when he got his first NRL try today. Yeah, look, it's great for him. Um, you know, he's a real competitor and um, he deserved the try. He's um, been hanging in the sidelines. He, I think got four games last year um, and, and, you know, did a job for us. So um, for him to get a try today is very special for him. Well, you're travelling along nicely in the top four, but uh, you'll be coming up against uh, the West Tigers next at Campbelltown. So always a threat when you're playing some of the bottom teams that want to knock off some of the top teams? Yeah, look, we can't be complacent. They're a quality side. Um, they're in the match uh, uh, this weekend right up to the end. Um, and us travelling out there on a Monday night um, is going to be very difficult. Well, congratulations on the win today. Thanks, Dr. Davis Grandstand. Thank you, Tom. That was Shannon Byrne with Manly coach Jeff Toovey after his side's impressive win over the Gold Coast Titans. Following the game, Shannon Byrne caught up with Titans coach John Cartwright. Well, John, uh, there were glimpses in that second half that uh, maybe this was going to be a tighter contest than maybe the, the score showed. Uh, what did you make of your team's performance today? Yeah, it was patchy. Uh, you know, the effort was very good. Um, just our combinations on the edge of the field in defence, we're not, uh, not clicking, you know, we, we just... Uh, and that leads to, you know, one, one sort of try that you, you're leaking the week before, you're leaking this week, and that leads to, you know, confidence being shattered and guys, you know, trying to fix things that they don't have to. And that's been our problem the last three weeks. But, you know, I really thought in the second half that, you know, at half-time we spoke about being positive, uh, getting up off our line and putting some pressure on them. Uh, they responded, you know, and I, you know, at 28-20, I really thought it was going to be a game. But uh, playing against a very good side, they uh, they got hold of possession and they, they never let us back into it. Where does it leave you now with with the loss sitting in ninth, or you know, maybe going down the ladder? Yeah, we try not to look at that. You know, it's you, you get pressure every game. Then you know, we looked at it as there's eight games to go, uh, and we've got to win the majority of those games. So, scenario is now is just seven games, and we've got to win the majority of those as well. So it's look. The main thing for us today was to get off the field and find a bit of pride in our defensive line. Uh, I, I think in patches we did that, um, but still too many, uh, I suppose, fundamental errors in defence. Just guys yeah, overcompensating and, and not doing their correct job. And yeah, we're playing some good sides, and they're going to capitalise that over the next few weeks. Look, 
some good signs for us, more good than bad, I think. Uh, you know, a few troops back next week, and uh, look, yeah, like I said, we're not going anywhere. Well, best of luck next week against the Rabbitohs. Thank you. Coach of the Gold Coast Titans, John Cartwright, there speaking to Shannon Byrne after his side's disappointing 18-point loss to Manly. Now, there's just under two hours before kick-off in the Monday night game between Souths and the Dragons. Should be a one-sided affair, but stranger things have happened. It'll be interesting to see how the Rabbitohs go without GI Greg Inglis. And who knows, maybe Josh, Josh Dugan will stamp his authority in this match and inspire his team. You can catch all the action of that match live from on Grandstand Digital and via the ABC radio app. All you have to do is choose Grandstand on your station. Well, that's all we have time for on the two halves today. Make sure you tune in for Friday's edition of the program with Amanda Shalala and Matt Lowe as they preview round 20 of the NRL. I'm Natalie Yanidis. Thanks for your company.